0: Vibrations Podcast, Part 32. Shirley Johnson. Hi, I'm Gary Brightman, and this is my bi weekly podcast called Vibrations. Established in 2018, Vibe is a book and music shop situated in Muiwo on Lantau Island in Hong Kong. So, what's been happening at the shop over the past couple of weeks? The other Saturday, like most Saturdays these days, a large group of 8 to 16 year olds formed outside of the shop. Around 20 of them, with the supervisor typically at the back, shunting the kids in. They then generally walk around the shop in an embarrassed daze, while I find out from the supervisor what were they here for. Normally, the answer is mirror fans. And we proceed to the mirror shrine, and I give them the holy mirror relic to have their photos taken with. Happy days! However, this particular week, when I finally got to the back of the group of 20 14-year-olds, the supervisor explained that they were over on a field trip weekend from Tai Po and wanted to interact with English-speaking people. I guess because they were all from Hong Kong state schools. As ever, they were well-behaved, except one naughty boy pulling everything out and trying the baseball caps on. That probably would have been me back in the day so I couldn't get angry enough with him, just grumpy old man level. Having wandered around the shop for a bit and generally trying to engage with me in conversation, they wanted a picture together outside of the shop, which we all did, having to form my fingers into the Spock Live Long and Prosper hand manoeuvre, as was requested. The supervisor then asked if I'd speak to the group of kids and offer some sort of encouragement and generally communicate with them. As I looked out at the sea of innocent, hopeful faces, I had a Monty Python moment. Where Brian opens the door to his flat, naked, and is welcomed by a group of 500 disciples. I'm not the Messiah! Will you please listen? I'm not the Messiah! Do you understand? Honestly! girl in the crowd. Only the true Messiah denies his divinity. Brian Cohen. What? Well, what sort of chance does that give me? All right, I am the Messiah. So I then proceeded to tell them how I worked hard all of my life so I could run a shop at the end of it, and how they should first learn to love themselves before they could love others. One girl wanted to become a United Nations ambassador and when I said there was no reason why she shouldn't, a gasp went up through the crowd. Inspiring stuff, and I was humbled by their respect. Good luck to you all, guys. Hong Kong's answer to Glastonbury is the Clock and Flap Festival, which over the past 12 years or so has gone from strength to strength. The last performances for the annual festival in 2018 were... Wolf Alice, Vaccines, Interpol, Jarvis Cocker, Stormzy, and the fabulous David Byrne. Since that time, and due to COVID-19, the festival has been suspended. However, I have it on good authority that this year's festival, slated for the 26th to the 28th of November, will go ahead. Wahoo! As well as local authors and artisans, we like to promote local musicians and singers. So if you fancy performing a tiny desk gig at the shop one Saturday, or know someone who may do, then please contact me directly. And so, to this week's interview. Shirley Johnson, also known as the Shermanator, is a proud and self-proclaimed Tong Fooker, When she was pregnant with her first child, she sensed a strong kick in her tummy when she came across a property development advertisement in a Cheng Shan newspaper. She believed it was a message from her unborn child that that was where she wanted to spend her childhood. Shirley and husband started house hunting in South Lantau, a part of the island that she never visited. Well, it was love at first sight, and the rest was history. A former jet setter in the glamorous luxury sector, Shirley dedicates her second career in making a difference and helping people to heal. She is a life coach, yoga and meditation teacher, Reiki healer, writer and online business owner. You may have heard of Lantau Ren, a local lifestyle brand of designs inspired by its namesake. Alright, so welcome to Vibe Shirley.
1: Hi Gary, thank you for inviting me, it's such an honour.
0: Thank you for coming. We'll start off with the 10 questions. Favourite book or author?
1: Daniel Silva.
0: Daniel Silva, okay. Yes,
1: so he is an American journalist and um, um, an author of thriller and espionage uh, novels. Okay. So, I'm sure you know James Bond
0: ian fleming and yeah, yeah etc yes
1: so imagine the um it's similar to james bond but yeah. it's for the israeli intelligence ah, okay yeah. so it's actually very exciting and uh, daniel silver because of his um, background in journalism, yep. so he usually does amazing research and um, has lots of uh, accurate um, historical uh, facts okay. that uh, will, you will find in, in his novels, uh, and yeah. the truth, the plot is very exciting.
0: Okay. So
1: basically, uh, he has this series uh, uh, surrounded by Gabriel alone. Which is the equivalent of uh, James Bond, Right, uh, Gabriel Will, Alom. Yeah, alone. Okay. Yeah. For yeah. for the Israeli intelligence. Okay. Um, and he usually has one book out every year, and uh, and I've read all of them. And uh, today's my my yeah. favorite series.
0: On to question two, who is your favorite musical artist?
1: Goten Project is like ah. Tango, uh, flip. Is is, uh, is Argentinian girl who's based yeah. in Paris, um, because I I used to dance tango, Argentinian ah. tango a lot. I love ah, dancing, okay. and Argentinian tango is my favorite dance. Yes, because of how sensual it is. Yeah. So I started to look into the music, and uh, but. The traditional Argentinian tango music is very slow, very soft, but uh, Golden Project actually uh, gave it um, a modern twist. It's a combination of the traditional Argentinian tango bass with um, uh, a bit of ele- electric, electronic, electronic. So, right. it's very interesting, very upbeat. But actually, I think. Many people have heard of the music because yes. if you watch a movie, every time they want to portray, oh, it's the it's the Paris scene. Yes, they play yes. Golden Project music.
0: Ah, right. So yeah. we all kind of know it, but we just don't know it's yes, them. It's, basically, it, yeah,
1: exactly. Um. Before I had uh, babies, getting married, uh, when I was still single, mm. I used to go to uh, what they call milonga.
0: Okay. It's like
1: a, an Argentine tango get together and oh, dance. Yes. Um, and they usually do... In the evening I used to go three to four times a week really yeah, so really crazy that is an addiction
0: it. Shirley yeah. really isn't it you were addicted to <laughs> yeah, it and from a, a, a long time then really so if it's before the kids were born
1: yes yeah, a long time yeah. ago I, I think at least uh, 10 to 15 years ago basically being introduced to me uh, by my uh, friend uh, she's actually from Norway Okay, so um she was my roommate back then, and um she asked me whether where she could go dance tango I said what was what, <laughs> argentinian tango I've never heard in of Hong it. Kong <laughs> as well, which is yeah <laughs> yeah, so I, I started to uh, ask around for her, and then she invited me to go with her, right, and it was love at first sight oh
0: yeah wow.
1: it's 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 not. Uh, like the traditional Tango, yeah. where you see uh, the dancers having the rose. In
0: ah, their okay. Mouth. All right. <laughs> okay. Like yeah, it, that's a bit of a cliche, <laughs> is it? Yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: but a lot more central and yes. more embraced. Intimate. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. And, Interesting. And is is um a bit different from the other dances where you have to learn the steps and uh, and follow through right. certain routines, but Argentinian Argentine tango uh, is something that you learn the basic and you're supposed to forget yeah. all about it because you're supposed oh. to improvise and follow so you just Go feel the music, it just feel it that's why oh. it's so sensual so beautiful
0: uh, okay
1: and uh, I was really in love with it and yeah. for years
0: question three preferred drink
1: It's actually something uh, spicy and uh, uplifting. Yeah. So if I would have to choose uh, one drink that I can drink any time of the day, would be ginger lemonade. Uh,
0: Fresh ginger or ginger from the can. Fresh ginger. Okay. And so, do you have a life motto?
1: It's been proven many times; it works. Uh, My life motto is: believe to receive. Mm because uh when we believe in something uh we actually out because our brain is is uh is very magical uh yeah. it, it it does it cannot um distinguish between reality and fantasy ah,
0: okay. so when
1: you you can actually make your brain into believe something is real yes so true. yeah so it's basically wires your whole body um and uh and, and you start to draw those experiences yeah. to you. Our, our thinking um, affects our feelings. Yes. And our feelings affect our behaviour. Yes. And our behaviour, in result, uh, affecting uh, how things actions turn out. Actions. Yeah, and actions. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, okay. Do you have a favourite Hong Kong walk?
1: I grew up uh, in the city, so I'm yes. not really much a, a walk person. Yes. Only after... Um, we moved to Lantau, shared between myself and my husband is yeah. the walk between uh, Tongfuk beach and Changsha beach. I know,
0: yeah, yeah. oh, it's a lovely walk. It's like yeah. the,
1: the beach never ends. And yes. uh, it's just the right amount of um, of uh, everything. Yes. Walking and, and the nature and the sea breeze. And when we, get to Changsha, we can yeah. have a uh, young coconut, have yeah. a lemonade yes. and then and then have back is it's just so peaceful. I think the, the, the most amazing part is um, during the walk yeah. we we just overwhelmed with the gratitude. Yes. I think that's that's the the essence of the walk. Yeah. Uh, is to remind us how lucky we are.
0: Do you have a favorite Hong Kong restaurant?
1: So far, I, I probably will call it my favorite because of um, the sens- sensational experience uh, I've yeah. ever had there. Is actually the Mandarin Grill and Bar. Oh
0: yeah! Yeah. <laughs> God, I didn't think you were going to say that! Mandarin <laughs> Bar Grill!
1: The food and um, and, and the service was uh, exceptional and also yes. because it was uh, the first meal with my husband and oh. my parents-in-law as a family oh, so nice. I, I, I always remember that meal and um, it was so enjoyable yes. and the food was perfect everything was perfect
0: Faced with a python whilst walking up to the peak what would you do?
1: wow <laughs> first of all i probably would feel very lucky that it's not uh, in my house <laughs> yes yes your question reminds me um when i was still dating with my husband we used to hang out a lot with his uh guy friends yeah and then when guys they came together they kept asking each other uh, questions like this. Say, yes. Would you rather fight uh, a python or fight <laughs> a, a cheetah?
0: <laughs> would you rather
1: fight a shark or uh, a tiger? <laughs> Excellent. Before I moved here I probably yeah. would be really scared. Yeah you before what... you
0: lived on Lantau. Yeah
1: exactly. Yeah. Didn't know what to do. I probably would be screaming. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah hysterical. As fast as I could. <laughs> uh, do you stay um, we actually, uh, in the past nearly six years, we lived yeah. on South Lantau. We have come across uh, many, many occasions yeah. with different kind of snakes, yes. even in our back garden. Yes. Uh, so now I think I, I, I can really yes. appreciate the beauty yes. uh, of the python. And, yes. And just see what it's going to do, because now I understand that uh, you know, if I, if I'm not going to uh, provoke it or do something stupid it it probably will leave me alone
0: best advice you were given
1: being taught about uh, the importance of uh, self-love the advice was um, lacking uh, self-love feeling I'm not enough I'm not worthy Is actually the root cause of all our problems that advice changed my life for Better uh, probably the best. Yeah. Uh, because I I grew up without my parents, so it, right. Um, I, I had quite a, a tough childhood. Yeah. And I had very little self love. Yes. Because you, you know since my parents didn't want me, why? Oh, So for so I thought that yeah. not that lovable, and and and.
0: Yes. unconsciously
1: I yes. sort of uh, tried to look for external sources so it, it created lots of heartaches for me you yeah. know, to end up having relationship that uh, shouldn't happen in the first yes. place and learning uh, what self-love is and, yes. and the importance of it and how to love myself
0: Now the next question normally is I live in Hong Kong because for you you were born in Hong Kong yes Um, so do you mind telling me a little bit about where you were born in Hong Kong and
1: yes I I was born and uh, grew up on the Kowloon side yes Um, and then um, when I became independent and um, World and I, I put myself through university and I also received wow. a scholarship to study in Japan Yeah, so I, I yeah. did part of my university study in Kyoto.
0: Yes. Um, oh in Kyoto is a lovely yeah, city. It's beautiful, it's beautiful. Yeah, the really women dressing it. up uh, yeah. Yeah, I love it.
1: I think that was the first time in my life to truly appreciate the seasonal changes. Yes, because I always thought that oh, the seasonal changes would be summer, winter, yeah like in Hong Kong. But in yeah. Hong Kong, you can't actually see the seasonal it's changes. Not, yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. You don't have the trees changing colors yeah. like you do in Kyoto and the blossom. Exactly. Blossoms. Yeah, so they yeah. have the
1: cherry blossom uh, in spring, and then in, yeah. s- in, s- in summer, probably is the most uh, boring in terms of y- like yes. the environmental change. Yeah, yeah, but right. they have lots of cool uh, mazuli, f- yeah. different festivals yeah in summer and it's, it's very very festive yes and very nice and then of course the maple leaves gorgeous stunning
0: yeah oh uh, absolutely breathtaking yeah yeah absolutely yeah. yeah yeah
1: and the winter they have uh, I think for winters some parts of it like in Kyoto it snows yeah and they Um, the very poetic scenery would be uh, at the temples, there are are many temples. The temples are beautiful in Kyoto. When I was there my university was close to a temple called the the Golden Temple, the Kinkakuji. Yes,
0: I think we went to that. Yes, Yes.
1: it's just uh, out of the world when it snows. And the way they talk uh, is also very elegant because when we were there uh, we were told that oh because it's in Kansai, close to all we'll be learning Kansai-ben, what they call Kansai-ben. It's yes. a more uh, rough, more working class. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, For English, working class language. Uh, but because Kyoto was the ancient capital of uh, Japan, the way they talk is thing called the kyoto Band. It's very elegant. Yeah. yeah. So I felt very lucky that, uh, you know, I have, the, the environment, yes. the immersion of the language to, yeah. to talk like that. So when I started working, um, I was still using uh, my Japanese. I was working for a Japanese company and oh. then I worked for a French company looking after the oh. uh, Japanese market. Yeah. And very often say, oh, I, I love the way you, you speak, you speak you in the Kyoto then, yeah.
0: Do you have a favorite area of Hong Kong?
1: on a daily basis of course uh, it's South Lantau yeah. you know where I I'm always inspired by yes. the environment by nature but because I'm a city girl through and through yeah, every now and yeah, then yeah. i need to go back to the city to feel the the, the energy it's the only place that i, c- I can put on my high heels because uh here on south L- south Town, i probably will be either wearing my flip flops or yeah. my ring boots yeah I know. <laughs> but uh, for girl you know every now and then we need to uh, dress up i think mostly will be south Town, and if i want some city fix i will go yeah. to uh central yeah hong kong island
0: i want to explore a little bit about who is shirley johnson and what do you do now Mm. so you mentioned earlier you lived in hong kong you moved to kyoto to go to university then you moved back to hong kong what what sort of year is that um uh,
1: i finished my last year Mm. uh, in hong kong Uh, i i really enjoy living there but uh it was Nearly twenty years ago. Yes, I okay. think. Uh, <laughs> I think the Japanese society has not changed much. Uh, even now, I think I realized as a as a woman, I wouldn't want to work in Japan unless yes. I have already established uh, a career. Okay. And and I could uh, start from on on the higher on the- rank of the train. Yeah.
0: So they're very hierarchical the japanese yes, aren't they yes so yeah so what you're saying is unless you were high enough up the tree you, you wouldn't get the respect being a female still yes, is that right yeah. okay that's interesting yeah, it th- is a very male dominated yeah society. it's still i think it's still the
1: case yeah
0: what were your first jobs then in hong kong having come out of uh, university
1: um I worked very briefly uh, with a travel agency that uh, catered Japanese yeah. clients. But soon I was uh, being headhunted to work for Nissan.
0: Ah, yeah, nice.
1: Work for the, the um, headquarters for the whole China market. After uh, a couple of years, the, the office had to be closed because um, in China they changed the motor policy yeah. that the headquarter had to be located within China, yeah. mainland China. Okay. Yeah, they interesting. didn't count Hong Kong as oh, right. <laughs> part of it. Okay. It was very interesting. It was, it was many yeah. years ago. But, it was uh, a, a blessing in disguise, actually, because by chance I, I saw uh, uh, some uh, recruitment advertising of the luxury brand uh, Hermes. Yeah. Uh, they were looking for um, a Japanese-speaking uh, executive to uh, help them with the uh, Japanese travel retail market, and I applied, and I got a yeah. job.
0: Okay. Uh, so
1: that started my uh, career with the luxury brand yes yeah when
0: was this sort of 2000s
1: 2005 2006 yeah 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 yeah. yes and 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 then since then uh i've worked for uh like a couple of big uh luxury groups yes yes um i i really enjoyed it i also travel a lot and also my husband my boyfriend back then we travel like crazy
0: Uh, okay Um,
1: i yeah. had my suitcase uh, lying open for oh. 365 days oh. and then uh when my husband and i decided to get married and start a family uh we decided i should be yeah. the one who uh you know take a step back okay uh, yeah in terms of uh, a job yes um, and uh, but i
0: guess you wanted to anyway did you naturally as you were yes. pregnant as a mother did you feel you wanted to uh, be with the children or
1: even before that uh, i wanted to take a break before we had our first child yeah um but it's then it's uh, another story because of of my struggle uh i i actually have developed a a much positive mindset yes uh which helped me now as uh as a parent yeah so after that uh we when we finally happily uh pregnant and expecting our first child one day i i was uh, reading newspaper and i saw um a luxurious develop. i think that's botanica bay in on chan sha and and then suddenly uh my baby gave me a oh, strong yes. kick in the tummy yes and i was like yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Then, then they bo- oh yeah yeah was that on the newspaper yes um and then i i went home and and talked to my husband said, yeah Ooh. Should we look into uh, a property uh, <laughs> Lanta. in Lantau? Uh, I was looking at uh, a very uh, uh, glamorous, super luxe uh, yeah. uh, development Yes. picture.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. You were so used when you were looking at the picture. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I at the
1: picture. And yeah. uh, it's, it's not only the cake, it, it's just, um, I don't know if you have ever heard from a pregnant woman when when you're pregnant you sort of had the uh, open up the senses yes yes I, I felt like there is something that I have to look into yeah we visited different villages yeah and it was for that uh, yeah capture our imagination yes. when we went to the beach yeah uh, we could imagine our children running around yeah having
0: fun. <laughs> okay so your unborn child chooses Lantau South Lantau and what year did you move to Tong uh
1: it was 2016 we we yeah. bought our house in 2015 and then yeah. we moved in after uh, our daughter was born
0: you have two children yes son and a daughter yes jasmine and max Max. Yes. yeah okay i kind of got to know you you moved here so 2016 i probably got to know you in 2018 2019 through your business lantau ren Ren, so i think with your experience that you'd gained at hermes and at the french fashion houses you then set up lantau ren
1: yes i i was actually very inspired after living here because um all my life i used to live in the city and yeah. suddenly this expanse of space. I've always been a very creative person. Yeah. I, I like designing, I like writing. So, and I have all these ideas that uh, came to me. And of course, because um, of my background, I did lots of uh, retail, wholesale, and uh, working with a factory on all these different yeah. kind of promotional uh, uh, merchandises uh, so I think it was a, a, a natural uh, progression, progression or yeah. um, to try to have an outlet for my creativity which could also make use of my uh, experience and it was a, a good balance because um, I wanted to, uh, after trying so hard, yes. <laughs> we finally had our children, I wanted yes. to dedicate my priority to looking after my family mm. but at the same time I would like to maintain my personal growth and I know that through yeah doing this uh, uh, business uh, land town thing I could get to know the community yes just like you and me <laughs> yeah we're the same aren't we yeah, yeah
0: I, the community's got to know me and I've got to know it through the shop and similar with you with Lantau Ren I think people have found you online and people it's quite a neural society Lantau isn't it we all kind of are aware of each other even if we don't know each other well we have conversations on Facebook and all this sort of thing so yes
1: and what I really love like like you said uh, negative competition I always find that uh, uh, people here just always try to collaborate and try Absolutely. to lift, lift each other up yes yes and instead of try to you know um, y- yeah. the, 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 the actual commercial world you try to
0: put them out of business no you're right I yeah. think that's that yeah definitely I think and I hadn't thought of it that way actually but I think that there is that spirit here isn't there we um, support each yeah, other
1: com- coming from where um, I came from yeah. yeah, of course I had Plenty of chances to see uh, the cut and cutthroats. Cut <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Business world, Hong Kong, yes. and, yeah, Japan. Yes, yes. and and uh, so I, uh, this is really um, refreshing. Yes. And,
0: um, I mean, for those that don't know, we we sell uh, Lantau Ren products in the shop here at Vibe.
1: Uh, when I. Uh, made a face mask. Yes. Uh, you were the one who just uh, took the lip yeah. yes, Print them yeah.
0: on! <laughs> well, you were making them like a mad woman, Shirley, <laughs> yeah. really, weren't you? You were turning those face masks out by the tens, by the hundreds, and yeah, it was at the right time because they, you couldn't buy them out there could you really yes uh, was right at the start of COVID
1: that time we really uh, needed masks mm. because uh, we of, did uh, 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 also family reason that we had to frequent hospital yes uh, a lot and uh, we we actually didn't have the time or resources to go and line up 2am <laughs> somewhere to yeah. just to get the mask also because of my background that I, I used to be in, in fashion yeah I found the plain paper mask not only not eco-friendly but also very boring but I actually didn't know how to sew. Oh
0: really? <laughs> yes. Well, I thought you were a <laughs> seasoned seamstress when you well, said.
1: My, my husband actually got me a, a sewing machine uh, mm. back in 2014 for yeah. Christmas. Uh, with the mask I actually had no idea where I could buy yeah. them uh, so I say okay, and I have some fabrics at home um, uh-huh. because making a mask you just need a square, a piece of scrap material is right. actually yeah. very eco-friendly yeah so that what I did in the end I ordered from some textile maker Uh, I, I bought from their yeah. scrap
0: yeah right? what they called offcuts. cuts yes. yeah exactly yeah. Okay. so
1: it was very mm. uh, eco-friendly in a way that yeah I'm, I'm, I'm making reusable masks which would
0: normally be thrown away yeah. they were our best sellers last year and since Covid they've been a savior to all of the local community and people would come in here and say have you got some, one of Shirley's masks and I think the beauty of them also was that you were smart enough to come up with the two-sided design yeah. and also child and adult masks I think that was a clear Thing that needed to be done that wasn't necessarily out there yes, at that it was time ac- you're still ticking away with Lantau Ren and we have your cushions I'm just staring at now but you've got a new platform
1: Yes. what's
0: that called and, and what's the idea of it
1: okay so first of all don't laugh at the name uh, it's called Tong Tongfuka.
0: Tongfuka okay yeah. <laughs> after Tong Phuc which is the village that you live yes, in yes. so Tong Fuka. Yes. yes
1: so it's actually not only me <laughs> uh, we are a team of uh, four people so how we came uh, up with Tong Fuka, um was because we are all, we love yeah. the sun and beach. But as you know, every now and then we, we see lots of rubbishs being offshore. Yeah. Um, and we, we we wanted to um, do something about it. We believe that it, it doesn't have to be extreme, that we have to give up everything yeah. we can. Uh, compromise and meet halfway, try to make our uh, lifestyle more sustainable so that that that's that's how we came up with Tom Fuka. so yeah a bit different from Tower and Tower is more like uh, all of the of the merchandise there were, were my design yes uh, but with Tom is more a platform to have uh, sustainable lifestyle products so Besides uh, what I design, like these yeah. earrings made of plants. Oh. Yeah, so these are really? made of plants. Yeah. These actually are um, the best seller of right. Lantaran.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. When you say they're made of plants, what sort of plants? So they're made in
1: Chiang Mai. Not yeah. only we try to use sustainable materials for yeah. the product, uh, we also ch- try to uh, have that community. Uh, yes. Uh, sense of social responsibility yeah uh, so these earrings are made by uh, families in rural Chiang Mai
0: okay so
1: the artisans they go into the jungle to yeah. cut the fish tail palm leaves. okay fish tail so palm they come up
0: with the shape of the yeah
1: so they, okay. they handcraft them into really this impressive. shape yeah. and then pay with 24 karat gold Ah, and then they have leaf. painted where yeah. you see the the lilac part. Yes. Yes. So basically, also yeah. support livelihood. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah. otherwise, uh, where employment is very limited. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We have this uh, water resistant uh, beach bag made mm. of recycled plastics. Yes. And then they made by a uh, women in East Java. Right. Yeah. So we have a of uh, platform yeah. like this. Yes. And uh, we also collaborate mm. with um, people live on South Lanta because yeah. once we start this we realized there are many people who are doing yeah, yeah. Uh, similar things yes uh, so we just um, started our collaboration with a lady who lives on yeah. Chansha. she had her own beach towel uh, brand okay. that's each of her br- uh, beach towel is made of 22 pieces of uh, plastic bottles
0: you wouldn't think you could make a towel from bo- plastic bottles, exactly, would you? Exactly,
1: exactly. And actually, That's uh, brilliant. Um, we did our own research. Uh, there has been study that uh, in probably less than two decades of time, the only yeah. uh, available source of plastic is recycled plastic. Yes. Isn't that 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 great? would be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> that would be
0: fabulous. Yeah. 20 years is too long, but still, yeah, <laughs> yeah if that would be the case, that would be brilliant, wouldn't yes, it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so we are very excited That's, because yeah. we're also waiting for our sunglasses to arrive we hope that we can have some of them here yes so we can. We, we have designed and developed yes. a line of sunglasses that are made out of uh, recycled plastic okay so each pair of uh, sunglasses is made out of uh, three to four um consume consuming plastic bottles that could otherwise end up in yeah, lampiers or okay. in the ocean
0: so that's the frame as well as the glass is it uh, for yes, sunglasses so
1: the lenses will be made of resin so natural okay. material but yeah. the whole frame and handles are made yeah. out of three to four pieces of okay. plastic bottles sure. and only uh, last week i found out one of our neighbors she just launched a skincare a zero waste skincare brand okay that uh, she made this tablet that would dissolve into water, so right. you don't end up buying bottles of, uh, you know, facial washes, yeah.
0: detergents, and things. Yeah. And, so, yeah.
1: so that's very exciting, and mm-hmm. and okay. only because we started this uh, Tongfuka platform, yeah. that We we started to have people coming to us and say, "I'm actually doing the same thing. Let's yeah. collaborate." Yes. And that's 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 the beauty of yeah. uh, uh, of being here.
0: The Tongfuka thing how do we find it at the moment is it on a website it's
1: on a website and facebook Um, yeah it's uh, www.tomfuker.com okay yes so there you can find lots of uh, uh, eco sustainable uh, products Uh, we try to make something really boring fun so one of uh, the main very important initiative is uh, bamboo toothbrush Okay. Uh when we did our survey, yeah. uh we realized uh despite uh bamboo brush being out for a long time, uh, it is yeah. 100% biodegradable. Many people are still using plastic Yes. And also, we offer personalization. Yeah. We okay. do engraving on the toothbrush. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Because we find that it's very uh encouraging, motivating yeah. to especially to children. Yeah. But when you have the names on there, they Yeah. They, they feel like they they own something yes, and yes. then they, uh, it, it's actually is uh, much more uh, fun we started to uh, collaborate with uh, my favorite uh, charity in Hong Kong called yeah. Impact Hong Kong
0: Impact Hong Kong okay Yeah.
1: so i i, I think the founder jeff is also a uh, a resident of Sanfrancisco if i'm not mistaken okay yeah um so it's a really well-run uh, yeah. charity that they um help the homeless people right. in the city yeah so for every bamboo brush we sell through tomfoka we yeah. donate one to them impact hong kong their motto is kindness matters okay that's how they started yeah uh, yeah uh, the 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 to grip the team to help yeah. uh, the homeless people in Hong Kong and they have done a phenomenal job. Okay. Um, very, very well run, Yeah. Very efficient.
0: So people can look them up, can't they? That's yes. probably impacthongkong.com or something like yes, that. Yeah, You really can imagine. easily Google. I c- I'll put the two, on the podcast, I'll put Lantau Ren website, I'll put the Tong Fuka website and I'll put the impact Hong Kong yes, yes, website. Yes. Thank you. That would be yeah. great. Yeah. Yes. So I would imagine you're going to be coming to me asking if I can stock Fuka products next, aren't you?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: for this year, I thought it's time to diversify a little bit. You know, we people love us for books and records and, and music and videos and things. But I think, you know, we can be more diverse as well. And, and as the community is diverse. So the other thing, Shirley, that I got to know you for was, other than Lantau Ren, you started to pass me these books by an author called Orchid Bloom yes and I thought who's Orchid Bloom and then then it turns out to be you so you've written three or four books now haven't you
1: yes it, um, it's all uh, inspired by uh, personal experience and yes. uh, um, me living here yeah um, so I have one book called my roller coaster ride to motherhood so it was a uh, a sort of fiction but most of most of uh, the story uh, based on real life events yeah.
0: um
1: of uh, my personal struggle to start a family but the the the, the core the essence of the book is uh, um it was a, a blessing in disguise for me yeah. because uh it was when i really take a step back to look at my life and start uh, healing all my childhood trauma. Yes. And because of the journey I even found my biological mother. And being being someone who had experienced the heartbreaks yeah. and the sh- disappointment, the struggles um, tough start. I, I wanted to uh be able to even just uh like a handful of women who, who were struggling. Yes. Um Y- you know, can have a voice for them that you know, I, and because in the book I try to make it more humorous. Yeah, keep it light. Just, yeah.
0: I understand you've got a new book that you've been working on that's going to be out very soon.
1: Yes, and uh, um, um, and first of all, thank you for uh, you know, willing to read the manuscript and yes. give me uh, the feedback that I value a lot. Um and it is, it's a book uh, about uh, my son's uh, cancer journey about how i emotionally coped with my son's diagnosis um, it's, it's, it's not supposed to be a sad read i i wanted to share uh, the emotions that uh, i went through yeah uh, because of uh, the diagnosis yes. and it's basically same emotions as everybody will
0: yeah uh, absolutely will feel
1: when when they mm. are being thrown a big challenge in life yeah and uh, so the 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 aim of the book is to show how I turn this negative uh, emotion into positive energy yeah and actually had a very positive impact on uh, how I look after my son and how I help him to recover yes yes. Um, so i hope that i will be able to help um other parents and uh, yeah. family in the same boat or even just people struggling another important uh aim of the book is to advocate uh more funding and researchers yeah. on um treatments that are not conventional chemo or radiation that's actually of high toxicity and yes Child. damages especially yeah. for children yes as you
0: say you've given me the manuscript i've been reading bits of it and that's what comes across you know basically you've had a monumental struggle with your son and i think that one to go through that struggle and hold the family together and to be able to react and 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 go through all of that the, what what that hospital care etc with some of you love dearly who's so young is such a tough thing but then to be able to have to be able to put that into words to try and help somebody else is just outstanding and commendable
1: yeah i actually didn't think of writing anything about it uh, yeah but a friend of mine uh, she said to me oh you really have to write a book about about this, all yes. this, and I said, "Well, um, I actually have heard uh, even um, worse story, uh, more sad story around well, this. So yeah. I, I thought about but what, what I could write about that could actually benefit, uh, yes. uh people who who read the book, yeah. and and then I came to a conclusion, um, especially when so many. Uh, friends and 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 people I know ask me how how could you do it how could you still say happy and positive yeah. I, I I thought you would be crying your heart out I
0: would have thought so as well surely yeah, and so I'm sure you were in your your own moments but. um
1: I I I think this the in after mm. the initial shock uh but I, I, I said to myself, and also because thanks to yeah. um, all the healing work that yeah. I did before when I struggled yeah. to have babies, yeah. it's actually helped me to uh, process and, and try to maintain the right mindset yes. uh, to face the challenge. Yes,
0: so that book um, is gonna be available soon, is it? Will we be able to sell it in the shop, or will it be an I'd online? I'd love
1: to if you me. If Absolutely, you of course. <laughs>
0: Shirley Johnson, thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Gary.
0: You can listen to all our Vibrations podcasts published on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music, TuneIn and Alexa, Stitcher, Listen Notes, Player FM, SoundCloud, and a few others. Or you can watch on our YouTube channel under Live at Vibe HK. Or follow the links from my website at vibehk.com. Our next podcast will feature an interview with Pete Spurrier of Blacksmith Books fame. The opening and closing music is from my good mate, also a Tong Fooker, Pete Millwood. It's called Green Island Dub by Celestial and is on the retrospect vinyl album On Sale at Vibe. Finally, a reminder that Vibe is open seven days a week, every day of the year, from 12 noon until approximately 6.30pm. Well, that's it for another week. Thanks for listening to the 32nd Vibe Book and Music Shop podcast called Vibrations. I'm Gary Brightman. You get my Vibe? Can you imagine what this old island must have looked like to those Dutch sailors when they first saw it? A dream of a new world they must have held their breath afraid it would disappear before they could touch it